I'm Joanna Fortune, psychotherapist and author of the 15-minute parenting series of books. Welcome to my 15-minute parenting podcast, where I take a common parenting struggle and break it down with practical, playful solutions. Let's get going. I want to talk about parental stamina. Okay, yes, parental stamina, you know, and I'm going to do this in the context of how can we keep going when we're running really low and I'm going to heads up include a piece in this podcast today about how to keep you playing even when you don't want to leave your armchair. Uh, Parental stamina is a term that I use to describe that drive that somehow keeps us all going as parents and I think that actually parental stamina is under huge pressure at the moment with everything going on and parents being pulled in all kinds of directions and we all have a saturation point we all have our limits and I think many of us based on the conversations I'm having based on the messages I'm getting are very close to those limits and our parental stamina is running quite low understandably so at this time I think parental stamina is also a good tool for checking in with ourselves you know see where our energy and focus levels are at on a given day or even a given time of a given day so giving ourselves permission to check in and go how are my parental stamina levels am I running low and the reason I think that's important guys is because when our parental stamina is running low that's actually when we're going to contribute to the behavioral transgressions of our children. Yep, we're going to maybe spark them unintentionally because we're running low, we're irritable, we're frustrated, and that's going to spark behavior in our kids. And then we it's like a hot potato of tension, isn't it, that we just toss back and forth. Um, sometimes, you know, we're going to have a sense that we don't have it in us to be our most playfully engaging and connected parent selves. And our efforts to playfully engage or indirectly play with our children will be Okay, do you know, lackluster at best. And of course, of course, of course, those are the days when our children seem to demand even more of us, isn't it? It's like typical, I've got so little to give, so you want extra. And sometimes it's not even that they actually want extra, but what they want is experienced by us as extra because we're running on such a low ebb. And I think that's really important. I've often heard parenting described as a marathon, not a sprint, but I don't really relate to this analogy, if I'm being honest, because even a marathon ends after 26.2 grueling miles and you get to have a hot bath and a rest so you can recuperate and recover. Parenting doesn't quite work like that. It's a 24-7, always on engagement role. And it can be so hard to build in that all important time for self-care. So often when you hear people say, you know, mind yourself and engage in self-care, it can sound like such an ideal and sounds so twee that you go, yeah, 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 I must do that. But actually it's essential that we do it. It makes perfect sense that on some of our days our parental stamina levels are low and it's all you can do to just provide what I'd call good functional care for your children you know ensure that they're fed dressed safe never mind get down and crawl around the floor playing with them but fear not (laughs) I'm not going to let you off your 15 minute play hook just because of that because I have a play solution for even these days And a lot of this is what I would call, you know, armchair play. You know, I just I just can't get up out of the armchair. How am I going to do this? You want to plan for this. That's that's the essential piece, because I think we have to start by acknowledging we will have days like this. 100 percent we will. And at the moment, we definitely will. So playing or planning for Something like a nurture afternoon could be a solution when you're feeling really low and you just want to curl up under a duvet. Why not make that 
the play activity. You know, make a quick, easy snack. It could be just microwave popcorn, whatever it might be. Make a quick, easy snack. Bring the duvets down from the beds or a big fluffy blanket downstairs and snuggle up on the sofa together and just watch a movie. Your favorite movie as a child, their favorite movie, take turns picking and eat that snack or feed each other that snack um, while you're watching it lovely nurture play and you're getting to cozy up on the sofa and just watch TV but you're doing it together in that lovely connected way you could also spend you know when things are good and you're not at low stamina level by the way um, you know just planning to have things put in place like setting up a fort for them okay and if you're feeling like oh I don't have it today just put a few props around and let them at it you know toss onto the floor a blanket some cushions maybe let them bring in a couple of chairs from the kitchen or use the back of the sofa whatever it might be and let them build a fort you could even challenge them to do it let's see what fort you come up with that's going to take them at least 15 minutes to do and then when they have built their fort you could have a little snack for them prepared and you just let them sit and play in their fort have their little snack and you can step back and have a cup of tea read a chapter of a book and just recharge a bit ground yourself you could also plan to have you know something like a spa day um, take a bowl of warm soapy water soak little hands or feet a soft fluffy towel you could even heat that up on the radiator to wrap around them to dry them and some lovely lotion to massage into their skin you know just make it a really nice kind of relaxing day you do their hands tend to their nurture needs depending on the age of your child they may do, be able to do that back for you then in that reciprocal way and you're also getting a nice hand massage done Armchair play, though, is the other option when your parental stamina is lagging. And I've plenty of activities in in my book in my uh, it's in my first book, zero to seven years um, around this. But, you know, I also think that these are activities to play that allow you sit in your armchair while your child actually still gets to be active. So when your energy levels are misaligned, you're low, but they're high. You're both having your needs met. Um, and also a secondary gain from this is that while you're sitting there watching them play, their energy can be quite contagious. So you may, you know, a secondary gain could be that you pick up on their energy and you end up being more active than you thought possible from the outset. But it happens in a gradual, authentic way. So one way of doing this is balloon volleyball. Okay, this involves you sitting down and you hit a balloon that you've blown up to your child who must hit it back to you. And you can bring in a challenge element to this, you know, keep count of the number of volleys before the balloon hits the ground. Let's see, can we increase that the next time that we do it? Um, if, if you have a child who gets ty tired of armchair play quicker than you... <laughs> Most children will get tired of it quicker than you. You'd happily stay in your chair. But consider turning that into a game of what I call wriggle worm. You know, you're going to tell your child that you're going to hold on to them, not too tightly, or they're going to book to free themselves and risk falling. And they have to wriggle free of your hold. So you're sitting in your chair. They're now kind of on top of you and you're holding them in a middle kind of pressure way and they have to wriggle and move and turn and twist their body to get out of your hands so you're going to let them do it but you know put up mild resistance don't make it too easy at the same time you want them to really get their wriggle on but then let them loose and ask if they can wriggle all around the room behind the sofa all the way back to your lap as a worm so you say do it from me now go here go there go around and you get yourself some extra time you're getting to sit in your armchair while your child uh, and you set 
set your child tasks and time them. That's bringing in the challenge piece, which keeps them engaged. Like you might say, I wonder how long it will take you to run from here to the kitchen, out the back door, twice around the garden, back in through the kitchen and get back to me. On your marks, get set, go. And you sit there while they run around and then you say, oh, that was really good. But this time when you do it, I wonder how long it would take you to do that same route hopping or jumping, or if you were skipping, and you again time them to do it, you'll get a few laps out of that. Create a scavenger hunt. I do love scavenger hunts. I think it's a great way of keeping kids engaged and getting yourself some time. You could take a few minutes, and again, I like to do these things um, when my energy is actually quite good and strong, and I keep them in my little emergency box for I might need that one day. Take a few minutes, create a map or clues, plant them around your house with a prize at the end. If you plan it right, it could take 45 minutes half an hour but it will definitely get you 15 minutes comfortably um, it might be worthwhile to plan a couple of these you know ahead of time so you've got a couple of choices so when your stamina might suddenly dip because when you're in that dip that's not the easiest time to plan an activity that's a great way to do it. You could also play some music, have them dance to it while you sit there. You know, you could turn it into a kind of, you vary the tunes that you'd select from fast ones to slow ones, use a variety of musical genres, including songs they know, but some they don't know. Um, you could even do it a little bit like, um, you know, musical statues that you're going to hit pause. How still can they stay? In your head, go five, four, three, two, one, let them go again. So you get that stop, start, stop, start piece as well. You might even create a playlist ahead of time so you have it ready to go when you need it. Um, mix it up, blend in something like silly animals so that when you call out an animal, not only must they dance, but they have to dance as they imagine the animal would dance. So, I mean, look, at you really haven't lived until you've seen an elephant dancing to classical music or hip hop beats, but you can make this as creative as you want. You could also play, play a game, you know, what am I thinking? <laughs> could be anything, let's be honest. You say, so what am I thinking? And you sit silently in your armchair and your child has to try to guess what you're thinking or feeling by studying your facial expression your body language and don't be too rigid like you know don't be no that's not it that's not it have them guess a couple of times but let them get it right as well because you want to reinforce that they're doing well and gaining mastery over this um equally sitting in your armchair with your child sitting opposite you take turns to send each other silent messages it can be done by making shapes or symbols with your hands you know you can make a heart symbol with your hands or blowing kisses that the other must catch you could use your face to express a range of emotions that they must guess and identify you could also take some paper and a pencil and you could draw or write messages to each other that then you fold the paper into a paper airplane and fly them over and back to each other so a lovely serve and return piece with that um, that works really really well when your energy is low I think you could you know it depending on how many children you have as well but gather all of them around you on the sofa and each of you take turns in making up a story you know if they're a little bit older take turns adding parts to the story you know you do a bit they repeat your bit and add to it then another bit then another bit and you grow the story you could even audio record it on your phone and play it back at the end so everybody gets to hear how funny the story sounds and the way it moved in sync and out of sync and back Back into sync as you went. Um, you could have everyone select their favorite book and rotate reading each book out loud. You know, pause after each story, talk about the parts that they would keep in or change if they were the writer. So again, from sitting still, you can get tons of connection and engagement done there. 
And then if it's about the nighttime, when often, you know, our parental stamina is through the floor just by virtue of having survived or even endured the day, but somehow our children's stamina is still sky high, you might like to use what I call paradoxical play. That's when you give them an outlet to release that energy, even though it might feel like you're stimulating them, it will actually help tire them out and bring them to a calmer state so that they can sleep. Um, try holding them if they're still small enough to do this, of course, and swinging them towards the bed with a one and a two and a three and you finally flop or throw them onto their bed. The paradox comes in when you're starting to sing a quiet lullaby, but then suddenly you yell instructions. So you're singing rock a -bye whatever your child's name is, I like to personalize it. It might be rock by Jamie. Um, and all of a sudden you yell, stand up, jump on the bed, touch your toes, flap your arms, wiggle your fingers, stick out your tongue, make a funny face. And then in a gradually quieter voice, sit down on the bed, rub your nose, do a big stretch and yawn, lie down, stretch all your muscles out, curl up on your side, snuggle under your blanket and you gradually wind them down with busy actions to middle actions to much calmer ones, all the time cueing them for what you want them to do. Create a busy box ahead of time, okay? You might have one for each child, by the way, because each child's busy box needs will be different. Um, the rule is that this box only gets pulled out in cases of low parental stamina. Keeping what's in the box off limits most of the time makes it that little bit more enticing and engaging when they do get access to it. You, I mean, look at a busy box would be a shoe box or a small basket with a lid and fill it with little bits and pieces, perhaps some putty or molding clay, a small little Lego set, some cars, little miniature dolls, toy animals, a music box, some kind of a container that has coloured balls or marbles or buttons. Of course, be age and developmentally aware because they could be choking hazards for the smaller ones. Other little novelty bits like that, little trinkets. And remember, whatever is in the busy box should be selected, not collected. Don't just put random stuff in there. Be mindful and think about what engages your child's focus. So everything in here should be something that supports solo play that doesn't need you to help or twist or open or turn. The point is here that you don't get, have to play with them and you get that break while they're playfully engaged. So basically, guys, there's no end of activities that you can do, but having a few different types of play activities at the back of your mind will usually, usually cover off all eventualities. And of course, of course, it's really good for children to have time to play independently of us parents. That's really good for all kinds of development skills for them. They need to be able to play on their own, but also it is important that they have that 15 minutes of play with us. So that's what I mean with parental stamina. When it's low, you can still find ways of doing your 15 minutes of play. Dips in parental stamina normal to be expected especially at the moment when we're under so much pressure in these pandemic times and parenting in a pandemic is in itself a pressure but if this is something that's pervasive and is recurring a lot for you just reflect on what else might be contributing to this in your life you know perhaps you're stressed or distracted due to something else going on Maybe, you, you know, your iron levels are a bit low and it would be no harm to check in with your GP if this is recurring and take care of yourself. Be good and kind to yourself. You know, give yourself time to process and recover your normal level of stamina. But just, you know, I'm always aware that if this is something that happens time and again, 
just be curious about it and see if it's something context specific that you say, yeah, I know what's causing it. But if not, go and see your GP and ensure that you're physically well, because if you're physically unwell, that's going to affect everything else. If it turns out to be something that's more emotional and psycho psychological, you know, for you, consider booking in with a therapist who can help you to work through and process that. What I really mean is take care of yourself so that you can keep doing everything that you need to do. All of our needs matter, us parents as well. So have fun with it. That's the important piece. So even when you're feeling not playful, invest in some creative armchair playfulness. Thank you for listening. I'd love if you could leave a positive review, share this with a friend or a few friends, or even subscribe to the podcast. It really helps others to find it and helps with visibility online. You can also follow me on Instagram at Joanna Fortune or on Twitter at the Joanna Fortune. No E at the end of that. Tune in next time for more 15-minute parenting.